0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Okay. Sí.
2: Dark like we used to do it in the park for the most part. For the very second that the show starts, you witness it composed off. They off, Mozart, huh? the love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do the face shots. They so soft, don't be thrown off. any be so long, avoid them at all costs like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated walk tools, even some of walk tools. Any questions, comments or concerns, press one For everyone else. Thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to
1: teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly. Courtesy of KTL University Oh, please don't be frightened I'm terribly sorry about this
0: You are the yeah. 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 Peace, 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 peace to the family, peace to the family Welcome to Noodle Ledge Radio You are now rocking
3: with the best This is your host for the evening Brother Red Pill, soon to be followed by my
1: co-host, Brother Blue Pill. Uh, for the family that's on the call, we just opened up the chat room, so please feel free to uh, fill into the chat room, and um, welcome back. All right? Welcome back to KPL. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Okay? And uh, you are definitely in for a powerful show. If you don't know, tonight's show is going to be uh, a trifecta. All right, we have our brother Dr. Africa, our brother Eileen Bay, and our brother Professor Kaba Komeni uh, on board. All of these scholars are on deck. These master teachers are going to be here for the Melanin Conference that's going to be taking place in New York City this weekend. Brought to you by our brother King
3: Simon. All right, so without any further ado, we're going to open up the line for my co-host. My brother, Blue Pill, three, four, seven, peace.
4: Peace, peace. Peace, Peace, you and yours. Peace Peace to the family was good.
3: All is well, all is well. Uh, Just telling the family to welcome back. I let them know what we got uh, cooking on the stove right now and that they're in for a surprise. So, uh, yeah.
4: Okay. Yes,
3: sir.
1: Huh? I said it was good with you, though. Ain't nothing. It's
2: 920. It was good.
3: Huh? I said it's 920. You sound like you just started the show or something. You alright? right? I just started the show. Like, I just got, yeah, I I started the show recently. So, yeah, it was good. Oh, boy. Nothing.
0: Check and see if our call is here. All right.
2: Open up the line yeah, for KT. Yeah, I do we do. Say it again. Huh? Yes. I should open up the line for KT if he's here. Check and see if our first guest is here.
1: All right. Call it from the 404-492. Is that KT?
4: Peace, brother. Is that you? Peace, peace. Peace,
0: peace
4: bro. Peace, <laughs> KT. Deal with you, <laughs> with you Y'all, y'all wild wow, man. I tell you, I love you. I love you.
1: All right. What's good, though?
3: I'm good, man. I, I, I might have an announcement. Do I have time to make an announcement?
0: I hope so. Yes. Yeah, please, please get it in.
3: Oh, man.
4: So King Simon just gave me a call. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He gave when me a call. Get, with, uh... Yeah, when
1: you get a call from King Simon, that I means some big things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: man. Yeah, man.
3: So I, I, believe, I believe I'm – I'm gonna be up at the Belavin conference this weekend, right?
1: <laughs> Ooh, wow. that is a oh, oh man, That's where you the yes.
0: bombs, right? Hey, love, boy, boy, boy.
3: So yeah, family. If y'all listening, I know some of y'all ain't gonna be listening at this moment. They're gonna be coming in later. They're gonna be listening to the archive. But Casey the Arch degree gonna be in the building on Sunday. Along with the elders. <laughs> sir, legend Amen. in the making. Hey, hey, you know, I've been I've been putting some some serious work in, and uh, you know, the ancestors ancestors is rocking with me, son. So oh no,
2: the ancestors is rocking with you. I can't I can't fully <laughs> disclose everything that has taken place since you. Open up your mouth and open up the portal, you know what oh, I'm saying, yeah. I can't get into everything, but i bear witness
3: that you know what I'm saying? Jahudi lives in your mouth course you know'm saying it been it been, it been going down it's, it's, it's yeah, you, that you, you are you are you you are utilizing you know verbalized magic at this point, you're really speaking your your reality or your quote unquote invocations into existence. And I'm I'm very honored to be seeing that. You know what I'm saying? I know what that's like. So I definitely want to salute you on the job. Well done. Um, I'm honored anytime I'm in the presence of somebody that I know that the ancestors are definitely not only walking with, you know what I'm saying, but are working for. You know what I mean? Wow. Like like tripping over themselves like,
5: get him what he needs. <laughs>
3: I think the I think the both of you red and blue. I uh real quick too because I know we got to keep it moving. I was looking at some of the comments on on my video right, and um it was the one where I actually had you know y'all in the title where it said you know with red and blue pill. So there was yeah. somebody that commented and was like, "Yo, isn't the bill the blue pill the pill that you take to stay in ignorance? Why would you name yourself that?" And um, um, I was. I was like, well, first of all, you know, if you want to vibrate on that level, some people have to reside with inside the construct in order to save everybody. You can't save everybody in the other dimension. You know what I'm saying? That is one thing. Second thing is pillar short for pillar. So you got got the infrared, you got the infrared vibration, you got the ultraviolet vibration. Those are the two pillars that 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 guard you know the the realm in which we occupy and what we're able to see our visible yeah. spectrum. So you know I wanted to make sure I put that out to the family and let uh, it be known uh, that yeah, y'all are, I did y'all that, are great. Wait. Say that again. I did that. To, I did that to put dummies into judgment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My higher self said, create a trap for the idiots. They all gonna fall <laughs> in. And then you know you pee on it and just put some dirt on it because you know it's just retarded. You know what I'm saying? Neo took the red pill, and he ain't do nothing in the Matrix but restructure his contract with it anyway. He didn't short-circuit exactly. it, and he had to go into it to do it. So, yeah, you got yep. to be in the Matrix in order to change this thing.
0: And, and the right. only way that
3: you make changes are from your dream state, from the subconscious. So all of this yeah, is. people think that they are woke. You know, I live in a dream. I'm living out my dreams. You know what I'm saying? The blue pill.
0: There you so go. Mean?
3: So... I say that to say, you know, with all with all I have going on right now, I have much thanks for for you two for always being there for me, and um and and helping show me the way. So thank you as well.
0: Absolutely. 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 Yes, indeed. Yeah, I do want to make other this announcement as well. Yeah. This Friday, family.
3: <laughs> this Friday on KTL Radio. Hold on, let me pull this. Uh, y'all, you know, forgive me, y'all, if y'all had this background noise. I am on the New York City public transit. All right, rushing to get to the location to get to my internet so I could, uh, you know what I'm saying, log in with y'all. But let me grab this, this title. Hold on. Yes, sir. Y'all requested it, family, by popular. Popular demand The Buddha Clinks will be in the building this Friday.
0: title of Ah, man, hello. Hey,
3: you with us? Hello, hello. Selene, oh. I, I, you know, I got the title on my phone. I'm gonna definitely when I get to the chat, I'll be dropping it in the chat. You know, you might have to do that title. title again, Blue. Man, you'll get the title when they, when, 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 when the brother get in and when that flag get out. You know what I'm saying? Only thing you need the title right now is the return of Buddha Clinks. Okay. okay. Shout out to the brother Buddha Clinks. In a minute. I, I can't wait to hear what he got to talk about.
1: Rhetoric in the Vogus. Logic versus Logia. It's going mm. down. Trust me. I was able to, you know, oh. I was able to um, open a packet,
3: you know what I'm saying, and
1: get a brief uh, uh, sampling of, of, of what, you know what I'm saying, of what's in store. Hold on.
0: Yes, indeed.
3: So it's definitely, definitely something that is going to be high octane. Just coming Friday, family. We are still taking donations on KCL Radio. We want to extend this to a three-hour program. We got some heavy, heavy-hitting programs coming up in these next few weeks. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely want to. Uh, contribute so we can extend these programs because you're going to be inboxing and emailing like, yo, why did the show get cut? It was just warming up. So trust me, y'all. PMorpheus at com. That's the PayPal. Let's make it happen. All right? But look, but no further ado, let's get into tonight's program. You heard the first caller is in the call queue. I think starting with the number 561, Brett. Yes, sir. Yeah. Started up family. This is let's get this into our it. brother, yes. This is our brother Joshua Sarah. He's going to be filling in for Dr. Layla Africa. He won't be joining us tonight. But Booker T, Dr. Uh Kama Kamani is coming on as well. Doctor Alim will be in the building and our brother Joshua Sarah will be opening this up. So please let's go to line five six one. All right. Join us tonight as we open up the forum to bring forth the dynamic trio that will host the upcoming Melanin Conference this Sunday in Harlem, New York. What are the latest what are the latest scientific discoveries dealing with the melanin? What are the biggest threats to melanin? Is there a formulated attack to undermine the power of melanin? How is melanin affected by trauma? These questions and many
1: more will be addressed tonight from our special guests. Tune in, classes and session. Without any further ado. Call us from the 561. Peace and welcome to Know the Radio.
3: Greetings, brothers. How y'all doing today? All is well, good brother. How are you? Good. Peace, my brother. Peace, man. It's a blessing to be in the building with the Twin Pillars. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Building. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you here, my brother. We are also joined by KT the Arch Degree, young brother I was telling you about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. peace, him, peace. Hey, how are you, brother? (laughs) You you talking to me, bro? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, I'm looking forward to the conference this weekend. Uh, You know, uh, Layla is my teacher on the holistic health tip. I'm a health consultant as well, you know. It's not something that I've been doing much because, really, when I took the classes, it was, like, actually to do for my family, you know, like. You know, I, I build from the family outwards, and it was important oh, to me for to yeah. my family. You know, and then while I was in the class, I heard other students in there saying things about using the certificate to to set up this. And set up that and I was like, Oh, we get like a certificate out of this, you know, like I wasn't even in for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm trying to pull myself and my family, like, oh word, oh we can make money off of this too. Oh, that's pretty good, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, you definitely yeah. had the right idea, brother. That's what yeah. it's all about. You gotta start at the home first and then and then reach outwards. Exactly. So you exactly. got a great foundation.
0: Yeah, yeah, because,
3: you know, something I realized along the way was, like, we can't be street signs pointing the way. We got to be leaders. If we say we that are examples, we got to actually, like, go the way and say follow. If you're a leader, that means you're going, now pointing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, we Lay can't in be the street the age of the leader. Exactly. Yeah, man, like, the ancestors told me this is not a time for martyrs. This is a time for livers, you know what I'm saying? So Oh, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, people that actually live the life that we're supposed to live. That's what we need, man. That's that's what we need, you know. So, you know, that's why I bring forth the spiritual technology. That's why that's my contribution because in all of my studies, you know, along the ways of health, along the ways of history, along the ways of spirituality, what I came to realize is that we are a spiritual people. Like, that's our foundation. That's our foundation, and that's what we should build everything up. So that's why our technology from the continent, you know, is more spiritually based, but it's all technology. And when we start to really look at it like that, we'll be able to really access our our personal technology in a high advanced way like our ancestors did instead of looking at it in the upside down backwards way that our um, competitors do. (laughs) The more the more advanced technology gets, the more unseen the technology becomes. So as it moves forward, we find more and more that the technology we're being introduced to is a synthesized representation of the technology that we're, we've always been about because our technology is a spiritual science, which is the unseen. That's right. right. Exactly, man. There was this DBC um, documentary about Ethiopian mathematics where – the language that they used the entire time of this small documentary documentary was saying things like, um, it's strange, it's weird, you know, this magical, mysterious mm-hmm. way of doing mathematics, right? They try to play it off like this is like, oh, to mystify it's it. strange, right? But then right at the end, bro, after, you know, spending all this time trying to say that while showing how it works flawlessly, right at the end, they said, and this is the same mathematics that we use in our computers today. So what that means is that the mathematics that the Ethiopian ancestors have been doing for thousands of years is the exact same mathematics they use in computers today, and yet they try to say what the ancestors do is mystical because they can't do it themselves. They need computers to do that kind of math, but we don't.
0: Exactly.
3: We are we, we are the computer. We are the technology. Exactly. We, <laughs> we fail to realize the that technology. the word computer comes from computation. It deals from just I adding. Mean. It comes from digits. And I and I had I had I have this to say as well. We forget that when we look at the Sirius star system, that the stars is called Digitaria. Mm. So
0: when you're
3: thinking about Digitaria, when you're thinking about digits, you know what I mean. You're right. talking about the numbers and the math and the sciences. So even when they say computer, they're just saying they have some type of um, um, uh, machine that's just able to add, subtract, and solve exactly. based on binary code. Exactly. So, you know, that's something inherent in all of us that we could definitely use the more we get more in tune with the sun and the stars. Yeah, man. I always say that the most simple things is really where the most advanced technology comes from, like fractals. You know, yeah. fractals. Mm-hmm. It's a real simple thing, but it goes to infinity with, like, you know, a beautiful expression of variety and complicated beauty, but it's so simple. You know? One point six one eight, infinitely small and infinitely large. Exactly, man. Yes, that's right. Yeah, man. And even things like that, like, you know, I, I really take the time to try to find what our ancestors used language for, the same things that we use different language for now. And so, you know, this thing they call the Fibonacci, that thing you just described as one point six one eight. You know that. Right. That. Um, that. Uh. Gold. Uh, what is that? Phi. Golden spiral.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Sequence of uh, 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, you know. Right, exactly.
0: So they call right. it the
3: Fibonacci sequence uh, because of that guy, Leonardo Fibonacci, who introduced it to them, but before they're, that. Yeah, yeah, to their people. <laughs> yeah, you know where he got it from. Exactly. And so if you look at what the sequence does, like that thing you just said with the binary, it's 0 and 1. And because that's the only thing that really is is zero and one. It's male and female. It's yin and yang. Call it what you want. It's in and out. It's dark and light. It's zero and one. And so, if you do a sequence of adding and and doing what I call the Sankofa series, our ancestors call it Sankofa. Right? Go back and fetch it in order to move forward. That's what Sankofa mm-hmm. means. Right. And so look at the mathematics of it. If you got zero and one, if you go back from one to zero and fetch that zero, one plus zero is one. So the next number is one. And then from the next number, one, you go back and fetch it. The last number was one. So one plus one is two. There you, you go. back to the last number from two to one, and you get three. Three back to two is five. Five back to three is eight. Five eight. 13. It's 13. Sankofa.
4: Go 21. back and fetch it to move forward.
3: You see what I'm saying? Our ancestors and already know this stuff. And if you look at the symbols of Sankofa, it's Watch. a bird with its head spiral backwards, or it's that heart-shaped double spiral. Saying, right, and it's already had it, bro. And you know, it's also man? represented as that as that goose, that golden goose, which is the um, uh, what is it called? The the Jura the Jira word, which is um, right, the golden goose that gave birth to the old the octode.
0: Yeah, exactly. the, the, eight,
3: the eight primordial gods. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Again, back to that binary sequence, man. Yeah, which is important, like. You know, all the families that's out there listening right now, make sure that y'all teach y'all children about binary numbers. It's so important to have binary numbers in your consciousness because that's yin and yang, it's male and female, it's so a far and a set. You have to understand binary. That's what all computers speak. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like the screen is our interface, but that hard drive is only saying zeros and ones. And the way that distinguishes what shows up on the screen is the beat that is played between zeros and ones. It's just boom and back. The (laughs) pulse, pulse, right. (laughs) Music is nothing but numbers and time. Yeah, exactly, man. It's just zeros and ones. And the only difference is how the pattern is. It's a pattern universe, man. So that's why I stress the spiritual technology. It's like mathematics. You get the mathematics and you understand everything you're looking at. And is. brother Shara,
0: will you be presenting this information, uh,
3: the summation at the uh, event on Sunday? Absolutely, yeah. I, you know, uh, we we spoke earlier just today. Um, I got a little confusion with my schedule, man. I got to go down to Florida this weekend to spend some time with my son. You know, like family first. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'll be back on Sunday as well. So yeah, I'll definitely be here, man. And presenting. I'll be talking about RNA this Saturday, uh, this Sunday. Uh, okay. Oh man, you getting in on the RNA? Ooh, too, <laughs> and I'm so surprised. That half the time, people don't even know the phrase, let alone what it is and what it does and what it's about. Ah oh, so. man, that's that's the
4: hootie, man. That's the written word, man. The word becomes
3: flesh, man. Exactly, exactly. So we definitely need to have that access because that's what I'm saying. Like I just look at the language that's being spoken by the so-called scientists of today, and reference it against. The literature of our ancestors, and I'm looking for different language because I don't like saying myths and and religious doctrines because it was all science. You see what I'm saying? And as soon as you snap out of calling it mythology, and you start calling it science books and textbooks, you really start to see that they weren't talking mythology at all. It's just that their science is spiritual, right? You see what I'm
0: saying? Mm-hmm. But the
3: reason the The reason why the scientists of today are not able to um to in 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 the public eye oust um the connection between their findings and what we've already said because in order for them to do that they have to bring the creator into the equation. You see what I'm right. saying see, remember science is devoid of God science is devoid of the divine intelligence is devoid of the creator. So if they if they connect it back to what we have been saying for thousands and millions and trillions and billions of years, then it's going to give credence to the fact right. that there's something greater than them, which they don't want to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, but they even get to the point where they're talking about God particles and boson, Higgs particles and fields and things like that. They're getting to the place. you got to understand, brother, they're just coming from a place where they have oppressed themselves worse than they oppressed anybody else on the planet so far, like the Dark Ages and Middle Ages, where they couldn't be with nobody else but themselves, and they just, like, was the nastiest thing on the planet. You see what I'm saying? Like, look at some of the the Spanish Inquisition and that sort of thing. They was nasty. They was masters of wickedness Mm -hmm. before they came out of that mug. You see what I'm saying? And then they just spread it around the planet. But if you really just look at that and, and let them be who they are, what they call science now is their attempt to find out the truth because they lied to themselves so long. They were like, we can't even trust what y'all call God. you got to prove it to me. So they've been trying to prove God to themselves all along. They just forgot that. You see what I'm saying? They forgot they were even trying to prove God, so now they think that if they can't see it, it don't exist. And so now that they're coming up on it again, they're like, we don't know what to do with this because we. they're finding out when you get past the atomic level, you get past you know, you get down to bosons, you get down to what they call flavors. You see what I'm saying? The subatomic right. particles, they call them flavors. That's, you got to understand, this is a sense universe. And what they're getting down right. to is the fact that you cannot separate the scientists from the experiment. And, right? that, and that's and that's, uh, <laughs> that's you right there, right? You know it's that right?
0: Exactly. can yeah, yeah, yeah
3: if there's an observer, you put, in a, you put an effect on it. You see what I'm saying? And that's what they've been trying to understand all along. They get in there, but they babies, man. We just need to be the grown-ups of the planet again. Like, you know, they just wilding out children. They need to be put in a place. they not supposed to be oh, yeah. driving. Them, but but through to, through uh, example, through the example. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So we just need to come hard with this, man, and that's why I'm contributing this concept of RNA. So my people need to understand it because we all heard of DNA. You know, everybody hears about DNA, and we got all these concepts of DNA. But RNA is the real actor in the whole game. Like, DNA is a library, which is useless without somebody to do something with those books. Something with it, yeah. RNA is that serpent, that serpentine energy, man. Yeah, so RNA is a closed circuit, whereas, uh, I mean, DNA is a closed circuit, whereas RNA is able to transform, is able to take different shapes. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Messenger RNA, transfer RNA. That's right. So it it literally forms the body. You see what I'm saying? From the the DNA is the blueprint. It's all the things our ancestors have gained for us over thousands of years and put it into our body. It's a library of our ancestors' superpowers. You see what I'm saying? It's a library of our ancestors' superpowers. And so Mm -hmm. the body actually does some that just kicks in because it's the program of the body, but then there are some that are accessed by your culture. And that's what we do ritual for. Ritual is to access DNA. It's to use the RNA to access the DNA. You see what I'm saying? Because it's a way to access your ancestors, which is DNA. You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot of ancestors. I tell them that all the time. I say... If you got a 100 trillion cells and about 75 trillion of them got nucleuses inside,
0: mm-hmm. and each
3: nucleus inside has six feet of DNA, if you multiply <laughs> right. six feet by 75 trillion. Exactly. Can you tell me what that measurement equates to? Come on. Come on. It might be the next star system, the next galaxy, I don't know, maybe Sirius, <laughs> maybe Orion, I don't know. But <laughs> regardless, exactly. it
1: goes way back.
3: Right. And that's why we need to know about them spirals, because that's what shows us how infinity moves, man. In fact, you know, you brought up phi, but there's a difference between phi and, and the Sankofa series. That zero, one, one, two, three, five. There's a difference, and the right. difference is that phi is infinite. You know, it goes from from small to large to infinity. But right. phi, but the Sankofa series, phi, which means right. basically, it's from a perspective unto infinity. Whereas you see because I'm a geometer, you see what I'm saying? I do mathematics, so for me it's all about where are we on this thing. And so if you look at a line, a line goes infinite in both directions. But a ray starts at a point and goes forward. And goes outward, right. You know what I'm saying? So so that's the difference. Whereas one goes infinity both directions, one and the other goes infinity in one direction. It has a start. Oh, yeah, it's right huge. there you're talking dimensions. So that's that's definitely geometry because if you're talking about, you know, you're talking one dimension, you're coming from the point and then the point outward with the line. And then, of right. course, you, you create the plane, and from the plane you create the three-dimensional shape. Exactly. And then from there then you can go to the fourth and the fifth and the sixth, so forth and so on. Right? right. Yeah. Now the phi and the phi, they got the phi and they got the phi, which with okay. one increasing infinitely... Macrocosmic, no. and then one decrease in infinitely microcosmic. I mean, really, that's just a, a language thing. I mean, most people call it phi. Like, <laughs> I, 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 and know, I, I think etymology is important, even if other people don't say it. I tend to say things right. Uh, but um, most people say phi, right? P-H-I is what I'm talking about. But literally, right. they they spoken and said phi. Just like P-I, people say pi, but it's really P. You know what I'm saying? That's how they pronounced it. And so that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? But I know we speak in English, and that's how they do it. But, yeah, phi and pi is (laughs) what we talk about. But it's important to know those things as it relates to our ancestors, how our ancestors described it in their texts. Like, that's what's important because, like, we rock the names, we rock the symbols, we got the statues, we got the jewelry. But we don't understand that it's a scientific concept you're walking around with. The technology, with. yeah. The technology you know, behind it. Technology? Can you imagine if somebody was just walking around with a chain with a light switch on it? You see what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you and don't it even was, know that the lights off.
3: You're rocking the light switch. You see what I'm saying? And the light, oh, and the light oh. switch was off. Right, exactly. Or rocking a light bulb. You see what I'm saying? You like you're rocking a part of a technology just because like the symbol is all you know. But I'm like, nah. We are supposed to know the concepts. We are supposed to know the functions. And, and that's well, it's what we. The process. It's a process of we reawakening. You know, like reverse engineering. You know, when you're a child, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, you if you have any children, you know, the, the first thing that happens, you try and give your your child a toy. They don't want the toy. They they go after something that they ain't supposed to be messing with. And the minute they get it in their hand, they're gonna taste it. Then you was talking about and then they gonna try and and break it into a million pieces. Not because they destructive, not because they wanna destroy anything, but they're trying to figure out what it's composed of, what it's made of, what the pieces and the parts are. So, you know, we're in a period, you know, where we're coming to the end of just the um the face value of Of all these technologies, and we're we're transiting into the uh the foundation principles and the inner workings of what all these technologies are for. Yes, that's true, that's true, and where I'm coming from is that the same way a snail don't have to go to school to learn how to make a shell. We don't have to go to school to learn our spiritual technology, right? I do like, know. It's um, inherent. Like you were just talking about that DNA it's and that RNA. in us. And exactly. we hear that, like you was talking exactly. about the binary with the with the, with the the hard drive. You said that it was zeros and ones, but there's a certain beat. There's a certain rhythm. And you even hear it when you hear your hard drive going. It has a certain <laughs> right, rhythm as right. it's processing. <laughs> but that's what that's the right. drum is. That's what the drum is. That's, that's why they exactly. take the goat skin, which represents the sun, and you hit that djembe or you hit that dune. dune you know, you, you you hit any one of those particular drums, the the bolaphone, and, and through those frequencies, through those tones, and through those mathematical rhythms that you create with those tones, you end up wakening up and unleashing, you That's know, the processes that are inherent inside. That's right. That's right, man. Uh, it, it's important for us to really look at some of these things, like to, to be okay looking into science.
0: You know what I'm saying?
3: Like it's important that we get into science because – they just use the language of science in order to keep us out of it, you know. Like, if you look at things like, well, let's, let's get generic, Harry Potter. You know, if you ever seen some of those <laughs> movies, you come across these there books. Now, this is about witches and warlocks and, and casting spells and using power of spells, right? But if you listen to what they say and use the words that they're using these spells, to sound real Latin, right? It's, it's real Latin-based a lot of times. Oh, and yeah. so... That kind of made me start laughing because I'm like, yep, exactly, because the doctors who be casting spells on people use Latin. The lawyers who be casting spells on people use Latin.
2: You know what I'm saying?
3: The ingredients, the food companies be using Latin. I'm like, okay, so when they want to use a spell, all they do is use a language that you ain't interested in knowing and call Mm -hmm. it the same thing in a different language that you ain't interested in knowing. But they're casting spells, so I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, I got you. So I'm like, if it's just... Using the same powers, they've changed nothing. They've changed nothing because there's nothing to change. They just, they just adapt. Use the same powers, exactly. They're using mm-hmm. the same powers. Our ancestors, they can't do it like our ancestors did it. They adapted it to their culture, their environment, and their needs. And so I'm saying we can't even do it like our ancestors do it. Also, we can't do it like they do it. We need to access it as ourselves. And oftentimes when we do that, it gets overlooked. Um, for example, the Afro Punk Fest. Uh, we talked about that before, you know. And I think it's a real genuine African expression—the the idea of punk culture. When you look at I, I what you look, like, you see what I'm saying. They have piercings, they have tattoos, they have different hairstyles that look real African. You see what I'm saying? Real indigenous mm-hmm. African. And so I'm like, nobody told them to do that. It's a natural expression. And they ain't thinking they be an African. They just like, this is how I feel. So people are tapping into their indigenous DNA again without even knowing it's African. That's why I said they don't necessarily even have to be taught how to do it. They just need to be cognizant that so they're doing it. They need to be aware of their Africanness, which is not so African. spiritual. You see what I'm saying? It's not even the continent from, of Africa is where earth people with spirit powers. Brother Sarah,
1: is it in their yeah. DNA or is it their RNA that's, uh, gravitating them towards these cultural expressions? Like is it something that's
3: waking up inside of their DNA, or would it be identified as something that woke up inside of the RNA that okay. has them, you know, embracing uh, cultural motifs and even Different iconography?
6: Instruction. So
3: this is this is how it rolls out with the RNA. Let's put it in this context. Um, I, I first really started considering it when I was looking at ta Patah is a creator god concept in Egypt. And the idea of Patah's creation is that Patah meditated in his heart, spoke with his tongue, and then there was creation. And what that looked like to me was the DNA has all of the information, the meditation of the heart. The RNA speaks it, and then that creates the protein, the physical part. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so once I started looking at that, I started looking deeper, like, okay, what does that mean? And I started really getting into that. And so the RNA differs from the DNA in that the DNA is a double helix. Everybody understands that double helix concept of this, like, twisted ladder-looking thing, right? And it's a closed circuit that goes in opposite direction. It's a yin and yang. Like, if you think about one going left and one going right, those two um, poles of the ladder, and you had One, three, five, going down. You see what I'm saying? That's male and female energy, and that's what makes it spiral. If it was both going the same way, it would be a ladder. You see what I'm saying? But because they're going opposite, they cause a friction twist. That's that natural spiral of creation, that C, what we were talking about earlier. But the okay. RNA, a single strand, it's not double strand. It's single strand It's open-ended, which allows it to take any shape. It can bend and fold and twist and spiral all it wants to. You see what I'm saying? It can make all kinds of shapes. It is what takes all the information from all five senses externally as well as the sixth sense internally. Every moment of your life, every single moment right now is taking in everything. It's taking in what your ears are getting, what your eyes are getting, what your skin is getting, what your nose is getting, and
5: processing Mm -hmm. that
3: information in order to say how do we need to adapt for the next moment. So I'm a drummer. And I, I play both drum set, you know, and that side of drum, and djembe and junjun, and, jun, and you develop blisters on your fingers. RNA is what tells the skin that you need blisters, and then it creates the blisters as proteins. So not only does it think this is what I need, it also is what makes it. See, hmm. European concept looked at RNA as just like basically a gopher for DNA. Like they thought it just was a messenger. It just went back and forth, back and forth. DNA was the shit. But now they're starting to find out that RNA is actually the dominant of all three of DNA, RNA, and protein because if you're just dealing with the DNA and protein, you're dealing with the chicken and egg situation, basically, which came first because you need one for the other. But RNA does both functions. DNA stores and protein makes and builds and does, but RNA does both. It stores and makes and builds and does. So thus, it is the thing that can be a single strand as well as double itself down into a a double helix and make a DNA, or it can bend itself into a protein. You see what I'm saying? RNA is the real living God in this thing. What they call RNA, I'm starting to consider something akin to melanin itself in action, like the consciousness of melanin in action, which I'm starting to think is what our ancestors called Ra. The black dot with the circumference of action. You know what I'm saying? What the black dot does in action is rock. It is.
1: Hold it is so, so let me ask you this awesome. one pertinent question because that I'm question. Let me just
3: finish because I need to say okay. this so you can really understand what I'm saying. RNA it is the reason we have ritual. It is the reason that you develop habits. It is what you can program. It is what makes your thoughts turn into your body itself. It is where thoughts become flesh. You see what I'm saying? It is the physical mechanism to turn your thoughts into your reality, and your actual physical body is not limited to your corporal physical body. We know we have this auric field and this effect on our environment. So when you start to change your thoughts, you are physically changing the world completely around you. So it's not about trying to change the whole world at one time. It's like Erica Badu has this line, taking out the demons in your range. I always like that because it's like, yeah, you know, you get who's over here, your teammate gets who's over there, and ultimately we get everybody. And we meet back up later on like, all right, I did mine, you did yours, we good. And so that's what we need to get with the RNA is that that's where you tap into who you really are and just pull your powers out according to where you are in your situation because your RNA is what helps you adapt to whatever the situation is. Moment to moment right now, currently, the fact that people are hearing our voices, that RNA is taking that into consideration and programming that into their proteins right now. You see what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Like every moment you affect in the world. So taking that day-to-day moment to moment, like on some real, if you want to change the world, like get, inside of yourself like you know we say start with yourself but like really taking your body as a scientific thing like a car like mecha suits she- in the anime shows you know what I'm saying like this is a real technology we got here man no. now what's your question I made my point <laughs> no doubt now I just wanted to know if we were to apply the information about tapping into our ancient, you know, uh scientific origins, would that be able to enable us in these days and times to tackle technology and to enter into the technology field or enter into what is known as the technological boom and begin to um you know, take
1: it by by the horns and, and be able to catch up with this quote unquote digital divide that exists. Mm-hmm.
3: I like I like exactly how you asked that question, brother. Um, yes and no. Yes to the first part where, you know, are we able to apply this to now? No to catch up because I'm not really trying to catch up to them. <laughs> and that's not what we should be trying to do at all. To catch up to them is bad. You know what I'm saying? Like that's exactly what they want us to do is to try to catch up to them. But for us to do our own thing naturally surpasses them. So it ain't even about catching up. When we do our thing, it will be modern. Like you know, they're starting to bring out things like Google Glasses. You seen those joints? Yeah, I've you know I'm talking about the Google Glasses. Yeah, yeah like you put on yeah, these glasses and, and it has all of this digital information right there available in your you know your field of view. The augmented no a computer, yeah, the augmented a reality. Yeah, and you can you know see all kinds of things with it. But any technology that we can create is already inherent in nature itself. We're just replicating it, right? Yes. We're manufacturing it. We're making it through our hands. You know what I'm saying? But it's already a technology that's available in nature itself. We can't make something out of nothing. All we can do is harness the powers that are available. So they're harnessing the power of being able to see all this information through Google Glasses, but that's not the only way to harvest, to, to access that kind of information and harvest that power. So we have to look at it in this way. If we are impressed, with the kind of technologies they've been able to bring forth using our power <laughs> source as their base, then all we need to do is look at what is it about it that impresses us. Like, ooh, that's dope to be able to call somebody up no matter where they are on the planet. Yeah, it is, but we don't need cell phones that's going to give us radiation poison in order to do that. That's something that's inherent in our bodies. We all know we can call out to each other telepathically, and we've all done it. We've all had somebody call you, and you're like, man, I was just thinking about you,
0: right?
3: Yes. There's an ability for us to communicate across space so that as soon as somebody starts thinking about you and starts dialing, you feel them thinking about you. You feel it just as if they touched you with their finger. You feel it, and thus you think about them as if they caressed your shoulder. You would think about them like, oh, you caressed me. I'm thinking about you. And then all of a sudden their phone call comes through, and you're like, I was just thinking about you, and what it was that you just felt them thinking about you and actually taking an action to do something, you feel that. And so if we can start looking at that, and instead of thinking of it as coincidence and think of it as pure science and then study it and harness it, then we have a science that surpasses that. It doesn't catch up to anything. It inherently surpasses it. We don't need anything external to do it, Thus, they can't take it away from us. You can't put me in a situation where I can't communicate telepathically if it's built into my body. You see what I'm saying? Take my cell phones away, down your mobile networks. But this thing is science. You see what I'm saying? And, like, I looked at it like this, bro. Babies have an example when they're trying to learn how to use their fingers and use their hands, but it takes them a long time to really develop manual dexterity. What makes them even think they have the ability to do it is that, there's a there's a point like I watch my children and I watch other people's babies and they know what they want but their bodies don't respond yet they haven't mastered using their physical bodies to respond so yeah they want that toy that's in front of them but they don't even know how to make their hand reach towards it yet so they use some sounds after a while and you tend to tend to figure out what they want but after a while they realize that their their arm responds to their desire to go for it and they realize, like, man, that, that happened because I was thinking about making it happen, and it happened. What if I can really mm-hmm. do that? Like, I see everybody else doing it, I can do it for myself. And they start to work at that tirelessly until they get it. And they knock it over. Sometimes they knock their food over, their bottles over, and parents get mad. I'm like, don't do that. But all they're trying to do is develop their dexterity because they know they can get it if they keep trying. What if they? Now, what if we dealt with the same thing of our spiritual things like that, like telepathy and deja vu and premonition, and dealt with it like that same way that a baby realized, hey, that's something that happened inside of me. What if I developed that? That's what I mean. Well, that's the key, brother. What ends up happening, though, um, in, in our development with inside this construct is we get to a point where we start allowing external forces and things to uh, and influence our mind and the believing to not go for a thing. Or if we went for the thing, we won't grab it. It's too far or it's too big right. or it's too heavy or it's impossible. Um, and then slowly but surely we give in to that thought frame and, and we succumb to it. Um, mm-hmm. And then after we train and develop ourselves for years in not trying to go for a thing, you know we come across information we come across knowledge and then we like okay now I want to reach for it but
0: mm-hmm. you
3: spent so much time so much energy and so many years training your yourself um to mm-hmm. not reach for a thing so now mm-hmm. you have to start over from being a baby again and learn how to reach and learn that dexterity so i think that i think you answered redfield's uh, question um great you know we we have to start learning basic skills of dexterity again, you know, because um, you you have your physical arms, fingers, hands, and all that type of stuff. But guess what? You also have an etheric, you have a thought, you have uh, an energy that you're able to project outwards to reach towards a thing, to grasp a thing, to formulate a thing. And, yeah, we have to start practicing and training our minds and our spirit to be able to grab hold of the toys uh, that we want to play with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right, man. And it's not what I love about it, brother. Like, I didn't really want to get out in front of people and talk about it until I could make it simple. Because to me, it's always been simple. Once I got it, I was like, oh, that's simple. And that's why I loved it so much. So, like, it's so simple. Like, how they get us so twisted in this complicated stuff, man? It's simple, it's basic. Like, that whole process I described is the Sankova series. Going, that that's a simple mathematical process that anybody could do, and yet it will get you up into bajillions of numbers if you keep doing it. You see what I'm saying? Using but that's binary. all our sciences. That's 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 every every metaneta that you see in Kemet on the wall. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether you, you you're in you're in the South America looking at the the Incas or you Mayas yeah. or Omex, whenever you see any of these well, metaneta, refer- each each one of those symbols represents volumes of information. They represent DNA. <laughs> volumes and volumes of information that have been compressed with inside this sigil, which inside this mnemonic representation, and then it 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 takes like as you saying an an RNA or us, you know, to access all that information, and and once we do, it it collapses it all it all just exposes, and then we have volumes and volumes of information at our disposal, the minute that we're able to to unlock that that lock with that key. Yeah, brother. It's all right there. Yeah, I think at the root of it, man, it's just a value system that really determines whether or not we succeed or not, man. Because if we don't have a common idea of what success is, then we'll never be able to actually achieve any kind of success. You see what I'm saying? That's really what it comes down to is a value system. are largely attached to media. They are really good at using subtlety and subconscious things and undertones. You know, the, the surface is one thing, but they are really good at subtlety, at, at using right. insidious methods, at, at, at you know, in vibrations, you know what I'm saying, using frequency. They've studied us well, brother, you know. And and I wish that we would study us, you know, to the same level or more, you know. And then it would be over. There would be no confusion anymore. There would be no competition anymore. It naturally surpasses,
6: man. You know, man.
3: And and I think that, you know, it. all we really need is examples. You know, that's why I'm doing my best to, to bring out some examples of things and, and how this stuff works, man, and raising my children to understand it. And, you know, I'm also a teaching artist. So I go into the school systems and teach as well, man, to help the children learn some things that they should learn young and not, you know, come into when they're old, like you said, and have to start again. And, and it right. takes a lot of humility if you're an elder or if you're even in your 20s or 30s to start again at the bottom, you know what I'm saying? But if you can get the youth to start understanding how to count in binary and how to use that for multiplication and division and how to understand spirals and how that represents proportions and what that means for mathematics and what that means for art and what that means for architecture and what that means for health, you know what I mean? Like if we really start getting into all, the math. All we, connected, right. Yeah, and it's simple. Like that. it's really simple. And, I encourage everybody looking to right brain mathematics. If you Google that, you'll see mathematics in a whole different way. Anybody who feels like they don't really get math or math is hard or scary, look into right brain mathematics right brain and start math. to love it because it's all about what shapes come from number. It's not about looking at just numbers; it's just about the actual concept of what a number is, how it manifests, and you'll find you'll find innate and inherent relationships between numbers. You see what I'm saying? We start doing it in right brain waves. So, yeah, it's real important, man. Power. Yeah, it's funny that you talk about the subtleties and uh, things that, that they do and the vibrations because um, I'm not sure if you've, you've uh, checked out anything that I've done, but, um, you know, my, that's what my whole Hollywood Decoded uh, series is all about. And um and I and I like using that because that's something that the youth is attracted to. Um, I mean right. everybody's attracted to we. I mean we know by the numbers people watch movies, and the movies. Um, you know people always ask me, and I I reiterate this this question over and over and over again. They they want to know, do you think the directors and the producers.
4: Um, and distributors,
3: they will know all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they they know some of it, and believe me, you know, they study and they put things in it purposely. But on the level, um, at which I'm I'm breaking it down to you, no, they're not there because right. they're, they're vessels. The same way our physical construct is nothing but a vessel, like we're a piano, but there's somebody that has to sit down and express their artistry on that piano. Somebody has to play those keys and create that music, and that's what life is. Life isn't the body. Life is the music being played. You know what I'm saying? So who's playing, who's playing all these directors? Who's playing all these producers? Who's playing these writers? There's something greater, and I can't give the credit to them. So hmm. I make sure that I break these films down so people can understand that the message is not for uh, the brotherhoods and all that type of stuff. The message is for us.
0: We, we have
3: to be able to see. That's why they spend so much time whitewashing uh, and changing the the look of a lot of things, so that you know we we have an emotional reaction and detach ourselves from it, so we can identify. But the very the very foundation, the very premise of where they come from has everything to do with us and the spirit. So I make sure that I you know I spend that time. Breaking those things down so that I can give those pieces, um, you know, to the people, especially to the youth, because I know they can relate to something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what we need to do, man. You know, Dang, I mean, but. I can't go into a classroom and not relate to them and expect to be able to give them anything. You give them anything, know, exactly. Yeah, man, you got to meet them that's, where they're at in order that's to to them. I'm able to talk to my sons, man, we you know, uh, I, we do we do Ninja Turtles, we do superheroes, <laughs> we, we do Legos, we do all that because that's, right. that's what they're connected to. So, you know, I'm not going to knock them upside the head and tell them they're wasting their time and they're getting brainwashed. I right. use that. I use that to take them back to where they need to be so they can understand and they'll always identify themselves with these things. Brother, I call it guerrilla spiritual warfare. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You use what's at your disposal, man. At we ain't disposal. got everything yeah. we think we need, so we use what we got, man. So, yeah, I don't knock nobody for using whatever's at their disposal, man. Use it. There yeah, you go. <laughs> use it. Yeah. You
0: know
3: You Well, brothers, we are going to go into our other guests for tonight. And I do thank Uh you for the build. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to Sunday's program. Brother Sarah, will you have your uh, presentation that you did at Nicholas a few weeks ago uh, available for sale? Yeah, I'll have all three. Oh, yeah. I need that, brother. The title, please, please, so the family be familiar with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, sharing some of that information, man. Yeah, it's, it's stuff we you gotta have. Can, can you share the titles with us if you have them oh, on the hand titles. tonight, so the family oh, yeah, would yeah. know what to ask, ask for? Okay, so the one, uh, the first one was uh, spiritual technology: ancient powers for, uh, for modern freedom. Mm. Uh, the, the second one was uh, guerrilla spiritual warfare. <laughs> And the third one was RNA um, genetic rituals. Wow, uh, genetic genetic science of rituals. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, you right. know, okay. I do my best to make it simple. You know, one of the highest honors that I got after I did the, the event, the last time the RNA event is that both young people and elders, people that was in, in school and people that who were already had degrees were all coming to me and saying, yo, you know, I never really understood that before, but you made that so simple. That oh, was babe, a highest honor because that's what I aim to do for my people is show them this is not complicated. This is simple. Stop deifying lawyers and doctors and all them jokers, man. This is simple to us. It's natural to us. You know what I'm saying? It's not hard at all for a shell to make that seashell. shell. It's not. It's what you do. Look up this guy named Ron Eglash who was flying over African uh, villages and notices that they build naturally in fractals. And he flew over some other people, in, uh, indigenous cultures in other continents, and nobody else does it, just African people. Naturally build their villages in fractals. It's natural mm-hmm. to us. Yes. We fade our hair in fractals. It's natural. Our art is fractal. That's natural to us. Nobody has to teach it to us. We just got to, like, recognize that it is what we do and then grab hold of it and just swing on them like, uh, I make fractals. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? I got spirals coming out of my head, son. Like,
0: man, like man. I do
3: this, man. I am this. Grab hold of it. Stop walking around saying I'm God and just, like, actually be it. Like, man. look, the powers I got as God. If you just saying it, I don't, I don't care. That's fun to say. <laughs> if you can show me some God power, now I'm interested. Like, aha and that's why I'm interested in being at this conference on Sunday because these elders have been showing their powers, man. They, like, they bang out. Like, I really honor and respect these brothers, these three brothers who's doing this um, conference this Sunday. Like, it, it's it's really magnanimous. Like, we need big words with lots of syllables, you know what I'm saying, to describe the effect <laughs> of what this is going to be, man. Like, you know, this is something that our people need to come to. Like, people go to the Super Bowl. Like, are you serious? Like, that's happening right here in Harlem? Uh I better get there early. Y'all know it's gonna be packed. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Serious business, man. If they serious about getting they power on, you know. <laughs> if not, then I guess
0: not. It is. You know. Indeed, brother. Definitely. Uh, I, so we definitely look forward
3: to uh, your presentation, KT, the Austin Degree's presentation and our other brothers who are going to be on the bill as well, Dr. Africa, Dr. Eileen Bay, and our brother, Booker T. Coleman. All right? So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and open up our brother. I believe this is King Simon, 347-496. Four, four, this our brother, King Simon?
7: Please, please, hey,
3: Simon. Peace, please, Simon.
7: Peace, man. Peace, I, am so, I'm, oh, I am so honored to hear these young brothers do what they do.
0: <laughs> young phenoms.
7: You know, yes, sir. I, I, yeah, these are the young phenoms, you know, and, you know, I helped develop one of the other young phenoms with the before, so. Hey, I, man, I, I, I'm,
0: just,
7: I'm, just, I'm just happy because, you know, just, um, you know what's so funny, and I'll let y'all know that, you know, Ann Brown w- double-booked herself and not able to make it. Was so so interesting, right? And then Patrice Newton wasn't able to make it, which is crazy how this thing goes again. But and you know, and I know, Pearl, you said something. You said something a couple of days to me. You said, "Why don't you let KT?" And that ran in my mind all this time. It was running in my mind. All this time it was terminating. Like you know what? but so I, I, you know, I, you know, I enjoyed what he did at at Nicholas. You know, but I need him before a, a, a an audience. Well, Joshua, I've worked with him and put him before. Uh, Professor Smalls and overwhelming response even from Professor Smalls. And so yeah. I have no doubt that the young people the young brothers are are coming with it. And this is what these older the older generation has to see. That there's there's, there's still hope. We you see how Jesse Jackson used to say, Keep hope alive There's still hope as long as these brothers and myself and y'all are doing what we do to keep it going, there's still keep it going. hope. That's right, because I made them officially part of the whole panel, man. They, they, they If they all show up, they're, everybody, they're officially part of the panel, and they got their minutes, you know. Uh, I'm going to give mm-hmm. respect to the – hello? Yeah, you hear, me? We hear We hear you. We hear you. Yeah, yeah
0: we, we hear you. Hear you.
7: I'm going to give respect to the um, – at one segment, because there's like three different segments. They, they will be part of the first segment. There's a break for like 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes for the vendors. Then I have like a dance and martial arts demo in between that, and then I got another panelist gonna be the the, the panelist gonna be I'm gonna give respect to the three elders, Doctor Ali Bay, Kaba, and uh, um, and uh, Doctor Africa. Then I'm gonna bring everybody back together around uh, around eight o'clock, and then they filter questions to all of the people, the young and the old, that that at that at that eight to nine because I only got to play from nine o'clock. So, there's three different segments. I want to let everybody know that there's three different segments, like I did with the uh, Council of the Elders. There's three different segments yeah. to this. You know, but so, because of times and states and all that, because, you know, the National Black Theater going through their stuff, let them do their thing. I'm going to do my thing. Just want to let everybody know get your tickets now, get it. I, I had, matter of fact, for the month of November, I had it for fourteen ninety nine. and no and only a few people picked up on it. I had it going for. $15. But, you know, those (laughs) airline guarantee people, is all right. I had it
1: for $14.99. Your phone. I'm going in
7: and out. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I
0: hear you. You I can hear you. Mm -hmm.
7: Yeah, I just want to let them know they can go to Nicholas Brooklyn at 4, 570 Fulton Street. The number there is 718-858-4400. Nicholas Harlem at 5 East 125th Street, right there at uh, the corner of 5th Avenue, around the corner from the National Black Theater, at 212-289-3628, uh, or they can PayPal me, go PayPal, person-to-person PayPal. Don't do no business, because they, they give me all kind of bull crap. Just say person-to-person. You want to pay your $25 on PayPal. That's king. Simon Productions, K I N G S I M O N Productions, T R O D U C T I O N S at gmail dot com. And I'm honored, like I said. And that's gonna be at the National Black girl, Theater. Two two o'clock. The doors open. All children are free up to the age of 17. Because so the youth need to hear these people from young to old.
0: Yes, they
7: do. Done deal. So if you got relatives, you got nephews, nieces. Bring them and let them sit down and put them, in, and put them in order. Don't worry. We're going to give them something to do. We're going to give them something to do. Doors open at 2 p.m. I start exactly at 2 at, at 2.40 with our brother Crazy from uh, Dreams, Turn Reality. He'll be opening up with a few open words and, of course, acknowledging of the vendors. I'll be coming back. He'll bring me on to acknowledge the vendors. And, of course, Joshua is going to set it off The KT. We're going to do what we got to do and make it happen. We're going to build this thing up. Because this is my 19th year anniversary in promotion and production. I've been doing it for a long time, people. So oh. we're going to make sure we present it right, and I want to thank, of course, Monique and Joel who will be providing official food vendors that day, and I want to thank y'all, Red Pill and Blue Pill, who definitely going to be in the house. Papa's going to be there. Uh, um, Naila Africa Africa's going to be there. Melanie Stevens speaking. Dr. Eileen Bay is going to be there. I honor all of y'all. Thanks to KT, who's like saying, yo, I'm going to be there. Joshua, of course, whatever you got to do, be with your son. Matter of fact, you to fly your son back, then we come on up to have a good talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> But I love y'all. Thank y'all very much all the time. And if they want to call me, they can call me at my public number, 347 496 1022. That's 347 496 1022. I also have a, a dance, expression of dance by one of the sacred, sacred, woman, sacred woman sisters, our sacred woman uh, sisters from Queen of Fools. They're going to be dancing. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for just uh, supporting me over the years. You know what it is.
3: Indeed, brother. Thank you, King Simon. Yes Sir thank you for everything that you do brother simon thank and you, uh brother. continue you. continuing your journey and we are definitely there to help support yeah. and hold you know hold it up. Let me get a um do you know what number our brother
1: uh Dr Eileen may be calling in on uh
7: he should be calling on from either hold on a second uh I know exactly because he did text me hold on. Uh, it might be two out of two numbers, two five
3: two or nine one zero. Brother Alim, if you are in the building in the call queue, please press one, so we could proceed to open up your line. Did you say it, nine five one? No,
7: nah, nine one zero or two five two. The uh, the ending All numbers right. is uh one of them. The ending numbers is nine zero nine nine and the other one is five
3: two one three. All right, brother. If if he's in the building, I'm just putting a call out. Press 1, and we'll open up your line. As well as our brother, Professor Kabo Khomeini, if you are in the building, please please press 1 so we could proceed to open up your line as well. Okay. Because we do have some hands up, but I'm not sure if the, the, these are our guests for tonight.
7: Well, Kabo Ka- Ka- should be calling from the six four six four five seven number if he's calling in.
3: All right. Without any further ado, call it from the six. 6- four six four five seven. Peace. Welcome to Nodales Radio.
8: Hope oh, to my family out there. Hotep, Baba Hallawa. All right. up. hold on one second. Hold on hold on one second, Papa.
7: hold on. Just want to remind everybody, this is a tribute to the late great Dr. Richard King. I can't not say that. The Melanin, the T uh,
0: That's right go ahead, Kyle. Got you, hey.
3: brother. Let me go ahead and open up Our brother Aleem as well we just going to have this as a round table Pull up
4: from the 910. Peace
9: Peace, peace, how you all doing tonight? Peace,
4: peace to the God peace. All as well
8: peace. All cap. Right. O-Tep, cap to my brother O-Tep, O-Tep, how you doing O-tap. brother Kava? I am doing excellent Excellent, how about you?
9: Doing well, doing well. Keeping it moving.
8: All right,
9: brother. <laughs> Indeed,
3: brothers. I want y'all both to briefly tell the family what do they have in store for them on Sunday and what's the significance of being part of this historic conference that we're gonna be um that our brother King Simon is putting together.
8: Who's first? You go first, Please. brother.
7: Eileen,
9: go first. Eileen, go
3: first. Well Eileen, yes, sir, my bad.
9: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um well basically my part is gonna be on melanin and uh, and the and the solar power aspects of the melanin and basically gonna break down how melanin is able to receive a charge and being able is whether well, it's a charge from sun, light, from heat from music, from sound frequency or waves, whatever the case is, melanin is always able to charge up. So we're going to be going into some ways in which that we can utilize our melanin and how to make it not just a semiconductor, but a, a superconductor. Um, what we discovered is that if you get the book um, Science of Melanin by Dr. Tim Owen Moore, he states that in the third dimension, melanin is a semiconductor of electromagnetism. However, when you add in ultraviolet light, it takes it up to a frequency notch to becoming a superconductor. So, So being going to that information, um, that's what I'm going to be bringing about how to utilize the melanin um, at this particular conference. Well,
2: but
6: indeed. Yes. the well,
8: oh yeah, man, uh, you know what I'm looking forward to is uh opening up by um appreciating and respecting the work of dr richard King uh and i'm I'm going to tell the story of my first contact with Dr. King and how I was a kindergarten teacher, and yes, I will go through a conversation about developing. The change and the, the immediate impact that he made on me, and what I'm really focusing on is again, as I always attempt to do, is to focus on our children and talk about how do we teach it to our children, and in what curriculum areas that we teach in the in school would the teaching of melanin sit, whether it deals with astronomy going to what Dr. Alim was speaking of as it relates to the sun, and then moving from the sun to the plant life or the botanical world, and then moving from the botanical world into the what we might call zoology, biology, and talk about the relationship of how to teach it in these different classes. Where is the science of it? Where is the math of it? Uh, Real live activities where we can, but most importantly, as I'm talking to teachers and I'm talking to principals and people who would like to develop it, I'm also talking to the community on how they can develop after-school programs based on a curriculum centered around the teaching of melanin because although I do believe that we all should be focused on developing schools. For American-African, I also believe that we have to be practical. And developing independent schools may not be the very first thing that we can do. We may have to start off by developing after-school programs. And I want to show the community how to take melanin and put it into an effective after-school program or maybe a weekend program where you can teach melanin, but also all the other subject areas that our children are exposed to in their lives.
0: Mm. Indeed, brother. <laughs> right. Indeed.
3: Well, that sounds very, very powerful. Um, and I know that the family can't wait to receive this information. Uh, the brothers that came on earlier, Brother rob Brother KT, the Arch Degree, they also have um, some very interesting, uh, fact filled, fun, you know, information filled topics that they're going to be diving into as well. Um, for both of our guests on tonight, uh, we posed a few questions that we wanted to answer in the show. Before, you know, uh, we wrap it up tonight, Um, we have about four questions. Is that okay?
8: That's fine with me.
3: Yeah. All right. So the first question that we're going to dive into real quick, uh, I'm sure that we can all relate to the uh, question and um, some of the ramifications of what's going on with our people. But the first question is, how is melanin affected by trauma? And I will have my brother, Alim, answer that first.
9: Right. Well, number one, the trauma will have to be um, particularly the environment and, of course, the foods in which that we eat, the water um, that we take in, as well as also the air in which that we breathe. Um, We know that we're dealing with an environment in which that is very polluted. And so um, we know that if you stay within the house, or stay within any area and don't get enough sunlight at any given time, especially during the winter time, you would develop what is called SAD or Seasonal Affected Disorder, which actually is an energy deficiency in which that you are depleted of vitamin B6 and vitamin B12 particularly, in which that are the um, cleansing agents for your melanin and also the energizing element of your melanin. So well, if you don't have enough vitamin B twelve Um, then um you don't have the energy in which that it takes to transfer your food into um cellular energy. So that is one of the um issues for um, you know, what is um taking place. You know, as far as, you know, the environment. Um, like I said, the intake of the food, um, the air in which that we breathe, I mean it's ridiculous it's all polluted but of course there's certain things that you can do in order to help with that you can begin to start taking um various herbs such as cleansing herbs um, such as Corella or spirulina which that helps with the um melanin rejuvenation process being that chlorophyll is only one magnesium molecule away from melanin itself so there's things that we can do
3: thank you brother
8: uh brother kaba concept of trauma is uh something that disrupts the order and arrangement of let's just call it an organic entity that's trauma uh trauma comes in uh mental physical spiritual and soulful way the interesting thing is that trauma that doesn't kill you or hurts the various parts of your body makes you stronger. What is happening to American Africans as we are dealing with this environment is that we literally are becoming a superior people. Now, I am not saying we are superior because we are African. I'm saying that we are superior because of the conditions that we face attempt to hold us down. Right. Now you know the whole thing about lifting weight is the idea that going against the force of nature, the heavier the weight and the more you can pick it up, the stronger you become. Yes sir. And the and no matter what happens is that if you can continue to lift the weight then makes you get stronger and if the weight gets heavier then you get stronger that's why you add pieces to the barbell so that once you reach a certain weight you need to move up next now as a as a people who are in this country they continue the pressure but you know and, and there's a lot of ways that we can look at this but i just like to give an alternative way of looking at this because with everything that we're experiencing they're making us stronger, and they are becoming weaker because they do not have the capacity to lift the weights that we have lifted. So in many ways, our melanin geometrically is multiplying its potency within us for everything that they do to us, and we yet still can survive. And so a trauma has an impact. But as we move through the truck, and as brother Dr. Alim is saying, as we begin to eat the right food and we think the right thoughts, we associate with the right people, we get the proper amount of environment in place. We literally are becoming super women and super men. Not because we're African, but because, as Martin Luther King told us, your character is shaped. During times of controversy and conflict Not during times of comfort and convenience And black folks have been in times of conflict and controversy And white folk have been living in comfort and convenience And the first shall come last And the last will become first
0: Yes indeed we don't
8: get ourselves together Because even if we were to be able to get rid of the things that hurt us, are we as a people prepared to develop an economic system, education system, okay, entertainment system? So we have got to get ourselves together, and one of the first things to do is to find ourselves within the cosmological experience of the universe. And to do that, you've got to understand that we are God having a human experience, and that if you're looking for something that is, is all-present, all-knowing, and all-powerful, you've got to look at melanin. And if that's melanin, then the characteristics I just told you, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful, forever-present, that is God. So when you talk about superconductor, when you're talking about being able to develop melanin within your human body, Through a superconductor, you are talking about conversation with God.
3: Excellent, excellent. Uh, Thank you both. I have another question. The question is, is there a formulated attack to undermine the power of melanin?
9: Most definitely. Um, like we were saying earlier, we we're talking about the chemtrails in which that they're lacing every day still in the sky in which they have aluminum and barium. Aluminum is of course is a reflective agent. So that means that they are purposely attempting to prevent light from coming into this atmosphere. And the fact is is that the ozone has been depleted Specifically by the solar winds and not by monofluorocarbons, as they told us in grade school, which, you know, as if, you know, Negroes was walking around with Afro-sheen cans, you know, just spraying the Afros all day long, you know, and supposedly these monofluorocarbons got up into the atmosphere and depleted the ozone layer. Um, This is what they told us, and actually this is what they're still teaching our kids today in public school. Um, however, we know that's nonsense, and it's actually the solar winds in which that destroyed the ozone because um, it was time for this virus to be eradicated off the face of the planet. The time was only 6,000 years. So with um, that, they're trying to put up an artificial shield now by way of the chemtrails and the chemdomes, and that is one of the uh, ways in which they're they attempting to, um, as Brother Cobb has said, to disrupt um, the frequencies and the change within our DNA. That transformation in which that is taking place to become homo instead of homo sapiens sapiens to become homo crystals, which means to be the same as Christ, to transform from carbon twelve to carbon seven um, in our DNA. Um, so they understand what is taking place, and so they are trying their best in order to um, disrupt and keep that from happening. But um, I remember um, Dr. Deborah Blair said something very important. He said it's like an ant trying to hold back a tidal wave.
6: Mm. beautiful, beautiful. Brother Kaba,
8: if I were them, I'd do the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, and one of the things that we have to realize as a people, come on, we got to get real about this. If I were them, I'd do the same thing. My mama used to always say, the only way you'll defeat your enemy is when you start to think like them. If your strategy is your strategy, you're not going to defend, you are not going to be able to defend yourself. When you begin to think like your enemy and plan a strategy like your enemy, then what you will do is that you'll be able to defeat your enemy because you'll understand how your enemy thinks. Now, what we have to do is realize that we have work that we have to do. And for all the folks that uh, are that, that, uh, putting their head in the sand, and who are attempting to go to levels that are not going to be sufficient to deal with what's coming. Because you're Mm -hmm. dealing with a people who are fundamentally, pathologically suicidal. Mm -hmm. Their environment basically was a suicidal environment. The Ice Age was suicidal. It was murderous. Right. And see, they have come back down amongst the human beings that are the sun people, and they have brought their Ice Age mentality back down yeah. because they were people who knew not the sun.
0: Yeah, can I comment they are real quick?
8: Of the sun.
3: Right. You're talking about a pathos from a person that had to chase their food in order to eat, as opposed to somebody that came outside and was able to see food in abundance and pluck it. That pathology is totally different and why is your neurons totally different the way that you see life period is a question.
8: you know absolutely you know think about think about the environment think of an ice age you know uh folk got to understand what happened during the ice age ice age there were times that the temperature dipped to 600 degrees below zero There were generations of people who never saw the sun. The polar region was forever covered by clouds. The sun was a mythological figure that they never saw in their lifetime. They had a proverb that said, as you said earlier, that the proverb was that if if your best friend was chasing an animal to eat, let your friend chase the animal. And when your friend caught the animal... Catch your friend and the animal and eat them both.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> You're
8: dealing with a hostile, cannibalistic, vampiristic community of people.
5: You expect
8: any? But but look at look at the religions that have come out of their mindset, where you have an angry and a jealous God, because they were an angry and jealous people. Think of how you honor your greatest amongst you, who you tack to a cross. You put thorns on his head. And every week, you go to a ceremony to drink his blood and to eat his body. That the Hmm. priest has turned from bread, water, and wine into the blood and the body of the man who you praise. And then you want to know why Ferguson
0: happened?
8: Hmm. I'm surprised. Is your surprise? That Dr. Clark said that. I'm and Charles Johnson said, "White folk act the way white folk act because white folk act the way white folk act."
6: <laughs> Quotables. Exactly right. <laughs> Boy.
3: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and you All
0: right. know when you wanna have... talk
8: about trauma just if I can add this, if you wanna talk about trauma you don't have to just think about the trauma we're going through. Think about the trauma that Eurasians go through that make them act the way they act. What have they gone through?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What are yeah, what are they going through day by day in their physiology? What yeah. is their chemistry that causes right. them to, to act that way? Like See, I
7: express themselves. Right.
3: I had to remind somebody the other day, they were going through the whole drum roll. And he's like, they threw AIDS at us and we're still here. They threw crack at us and we're still here. We made it through slavery and we're still here. The Middle Passage and we're still here. I'm like, my dude, this dude comes outside and the fucking sun is kicking his ass and he's still here hanging on. Imagine how he feels. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, the other things you're talking about, some of those things require your, uh, you know, cooperation. You have to participate in those particular situations. You got to pick a piece of crack up to smoke it. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, engage in a particular sexual act in order to extract whatever it is that they're saying exists out there. Gr- granted, whether it does or it doesn't. But I'm like, he's coming outside every day. So what is his psychology, you know what I'm saying, when he got beef with the thing that gives life to the planet? Well, yeah, That's he's not a, somebody. he's a product, he's a product, he's a product of of cataclysms, he's a product of an environment that that doesn't denote life, you know what I'm saying? He he thrived in an environment that dealt with death, that dealt with survival that dealt with poisons, that dealt with toxins, that dealt with sulfuric acid, you know what I'm saying, that dealt with nitrogen gases. That's what he thrived in. So to deal with a with an environment or a society that deals with uh, sunlight and, and high levels of oxygen and chlorophyll and love and light and electricity and reverberation and vibration and things of that nature, it's foreign to him. You know, just because that's not his environment, the best thing he could do is try to convert or or, tra- or or transmute the terrain into an environment that's more conducive to his physiology. So he tries to sell his physiology and what he needs for himself to everybody else, so he could genetically modify us into a state where he can live more comfortably.
0: Mm. And
3: we're, and we're and we're buying into that we're buying into that, that, that vision. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, sir. Brothers. I have another one more question um, before we go to the uh, callers into the lines. I want to know from our Brother Kaba and as well as our brother, uh, Dr. Alim, what are the latest scientific discoveries dealing with melanin? Uh, Brother Alim?
9: Um, The latest is that what they discovered essentially is that melanin molecules eat light and that the more you eat light, the more capable you are as far as utilizing this light in order to transform your body, transform um, your cellular and DNA structure, and to develop what is called extrasensory perception, which would be telekinesis, telepathics, or telepathy, levitation, as well as also many other siddhas, as they refer to as within the Sanskrit teachings. So you're able to develop it. The more that you're able to take in light, you're able to develop these gifts. Um, this is what they're studying right now um, behind the science of melanin and how to tap into um, these particular gifts that's mentioned with their First Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the gift of healing, the gift of um, discerning of spirits, the gift of speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues, the gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, the gift of understanding, the gift of miracles. Um, you know, this is what they study hmm.
6: Professor Carbo?
8: The latest uh, scientific information That I've come upon As it relates to melanin Is that Eurasians are scared to death That we're going to figure out Exactly what it is
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> Uh there you have it. <laughs> you, know,
8: you know, if we understood, if if, and and that's why I focus on the curriculum for our children to assist our children and our community in understanding the power that Dr. Alim is speaking of, as it relates to what melanin really is. Melanin is the is is. There was a brother who was a a physical artist. He was an Olympian, uh, uh, Malachi Andrew. And Malachi, coming from the West Coast, he called it uh, the the mothership. He called melanin the mothership. Right. And what Dr. Malachi Andrews was attempting to teach us, and what Dr. Richard King was trying to teach us, was the role of, the order and arrangement of the cosmic universe and the relationship of the outer world to the inner world and to realize that it is very difficult to separate us from the light and heat energy. Dr. Alim was talking about the relationship of light and melanin. The concept that we're getting to as we study this very interesting molecule, but not just that. The look and the study of carbon as an atom. The study of hydrogen. See, we have to study. And we have to stop thinking that to be intelligent is to be white. To be intelligent universally is to actually be black.
0: That's right. right. What
8: to be white is to be quite ignorant. And How about I am that? not saying white in the sense, and I'm not, you know, I try not to get too deep inside of calling names out and trying to get folk emotionally involved in this. Uh, really, what I try to stay on track with more than anything else is the need for us to study who we are and to understand what happened in Ferguson was not because they hated us. It happened because they feared us. And if we could trans just transmit a concept that when that policeman, all six foot something of them, 200 and something of them, came upon that 18 year old brother, all he thought about was being what he considered to be a boy in the arms of Hulk Hogan. When George Zimmerman was discussing Trayvon Martin, he was talking about a person who was superior to him and because he feared him, he had to destroy him. And that's how they feel about us. But we think they hate us. They don't hate us. They love us. They want to be us. They suffer from what Francis Chris Welsing called genetic annihilation. They know their days are numbered. We don't understand that because we're still caught up in their mindset. Once we chuck them loose and we study our history and our culture from us, for us, by us, it's going to be, as Curtis Mayfield said, a new world order.
4: Brother Kaba. Yes, brother. Yep.
7: Uh, my
3: name is KT. The arch degree. I've I've never had the honor of uh, of meeting you formally, but um, I mean I've been following your work for years. I was just in New York and I did um, a presentation on the Black Panther, and a lot of it I have to owe to you in regards to me using the Shabaka Stone. Because uh, you, you spent a great deal of time talking about the 25th Dynasty and the Shibaga stone. Stones. Um, also, I want you to know that my, my, my name, my real name is Kamani Tate. And tomorrow, if, I guess if your schedule is is allowing it, you're probably going to be teaching at the Tomary Temple.
8: I will be there, 7 to yeah, 9. That's,
3: that's my father.
8: All right. <laughs> okay. Well you hey wanted, man now I
3: know now. I wanted to meet you when I was up there but my event was actually the same day as your class, so I wasn't able to meet you, but I'm I'm glad I'm gonna be at this conference so I can finally shake your hand, brother.
8: Oh, I look forward to that. You know, man, your dad is somebody that I have the highest regard for. We go back a very long way on the streets of Harlem. I call him the Lion of Harlem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everywhere I go in Harlem I see your dad's paw print.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's you him. know, he
8: is he is the truest sense. He is the truest sense of what I consider to be a man dedicated to his people. And I really yes. honor and respect him. Many of the things that, that uh my brother George Edward has uh brought to our community, whether it be the uh the uh, food cooperative or whether it be the celebration of the uh, celebration of the Black Brigade, uh, the the poem, the dynamic poem that he wrote. Right. Uh, I mean, I've had just such a respect and honor uh, for George Edward through the years that I just, uh, I'm I'm just happy to know that I'm talking to his son, and to know that you are also in the process. But I have to tell you, I'm not surprised because the fruit don't fall far from the tree.
4: <laughs> no, it doesn't, brother.
3: And I'm I'm doing the best I can to make sure. That I, I I I carry his work and I, I I make my own footsteps besides his, you know.
8: There we go. That's right.
0: That's right. And
8: and that's what it's all about. I can even hear the similarities in your voice, man.
0: <laughs> Wait till you see me.
8: <laughs> oh my goodness! I can only imagine. Yeah,
0: indeed.
3: So, Red, can we um? Because we do have three minutes remaining to the live stream. I want to get this in while we still have the feed available. Family the lines are full if you're listening on your computer. Three four seven six three seven two one three five is the number to call. There may be a miracle in store for you. Who knows? If not, you definitely want to catch us in the archive. We're gonna go into the Q and A segment and field some questions from the audience. Alright?
0: Okay, let's start with our first caller. We have a caller from the area code seven five seven. Call it from the 757-470. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. 757, are you
3: there? Peace. Okay. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Callers, if you have questions, comments, and concerns for our guest tonight, please call in and press 1 so we could get to you uh, ASAP. I believe we have our brother from the five one six eight eight one. Our brother Cosmo, brother from the
2: five one six eight eight one. Peace, welcome to Know the Radio.
1: Peace, Lord. Peace, everybody. Uh, peace. Brother, brother, peace. 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 Yeah, uh, I'm um. I was. I, I really had a lot to ask the brother later. Uh. But you know, he didn't show up tonight. That's cool. I'm um on this this quest to, you know, ratify uh, all the concerns that I had with regards to all the information that has come to us from my ancestors here, you know, in the last hundred years or so. And I was building with a brother um, who spent about four years in in Mali and other parts of West Africa, and I'm pretty sure the brother book is think about this. How you doing, Lord? You know, you might not remember me. I met you at the uh, Karaj Center in L.A. when you gave a lecture there uh, uh, last year. But anyway, okay. I don't expect you to remember me. But anyway, any um, I was building with the brother, and he, he was telling me what he had been studying amongst the Dogon people in West Africa, because, you know, contrary to popular opinion, they're not limited to Mali. You know, they're all over the place over there, you know, in and, and, and the West, particularly in, in high concentration. So he was telling me about how... Uh, we, you know, brought them here to to challenge us and put us to the test for six thousand years. And I said to him, I said, you know, uh, uh, did you ever start with the Nation of Islam and the gods on Earth in, in, in here in the United States before you went over there to study? And he was like, no, not really. I, I heard about them, you know. I'm familiar with Mister Fair Combat. I'm not really too uh, abreast of the lessons. And I said, well, you know what you're saying echoes these lessons, you haven't studied it since I was a little kid. You know? And um I always thought that you know it was put together and fabricated by Barad and, and, and Elijah. And I hear it echo throughout the philosophies that have emerged from those schools just to find that there's an individual who can with the fact that these ideologies as they are presented in the same language are uh, ancient. Anyway. so you know, when you talk about uh, uh, staying in touch with the history, there's a lot part of it that had been distorted and wouldn't come up. When we talk about tapping into anything that are ever-present, I, I, I'm thinking what the public said in terms of both things that occur out of our own nation about being taught, you know. But we've we been um deprived of this information and it, it behooves us to get back into it and to reteach ourselves how to teach ourselves from a natural perspective, you know. And, and basically, that's all I wanted to contribute to the, the conversation. Peace, everybody. Cool, chap. Thank you for sharing,
2: brother.
6: Peace, my brother. Peace. Indeed, brother. Peace.
3: All right. Okay, let's go to the caller from the 213. Pull from the 213-804. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge.
4: Yo, peace to the gods out there. Peace to the family. Red yeah. This Buddha cleans, you know. Yeah, man. I was in listening to the show tonight, man. Everything was nice, peace, man. Yeah. yeah, I just want to let the people know I'm preparing. I guess I'm going to be on the air this Friday with the Red Dream. We're going to do a nice show. We're um, going to get into Logic versus Logia. And um, I just wanted to comment a couple of things to my mind that I thought was pretty um, interesting that the brethren was talking about. I like when the one brethren was talking about the binary code as as a concept for metaphors to use for the youth so they can understand mathematics as we are binary in existence. Next thing. And when he was talking about the computers using the binary code, I just wanted to add to that to the people, because I'm going to get into this kind of on the lecture, that most of what you know about the universe is about the management of friction. And actually what's going on in the computer is there's a charge and then there's no charge placed on what they call a semiconductor. Now and the reason the semiconductor is important is because it lessens or lessens the amount of friction that occurs when a charge is applied. So that, and the charge in this instance is the process of light. The result of any charge is going to be carbon. The less amount of carbon that is produced when the charge is applied to the semiconductor the more effective it is therefore the more processing and power your computer can do. The reason this is important is because that charge and that piece of carbon is a remnant of melanin because what melanin gets back to is it processes the friction that occurs when light becomes energy for carbon-based beings. And the more you can control friction, the less mucus, and the less impact the processing of energy has on your carbon-based being. Therefore, you have, um, you know, what people say, more power, more this and that. But what it really is is that you're you're able to not feel the effects of radiation from the carbon that I told you all about that was condensing upon itself in the rotation of the universe and everything, every atom, everything you see is carbon spinning at a different rate. To create one of the atoms, they create the molecules that give the basis to the structure of life. And this is why the third dimension carbon-based beam, which is us, are the most important things in existence. And we keep getting it wrong, thinking that we're going to elevate the light beam when, because of contrapositive logic and reasoning, we're going to get into these this Friday, it, it's reversed. You're condensing down to the essence of pure carbon, which is processed and regulated through melanin, which controls the friction of you turning light into energy as a carbon-based being. And I'm gonna explain all this a little deeper, and it was just real interesting to hear the brothers tonight touching in on a lot of points that um, kind of of really went into what I'm gonna go into on the bill. And I want a lot of the brothers to um, get into this understanding that the main thing they have to understand when they deal with the universe is the regulation of friction between parties, and I'm going to explain this a little more on Friday, but other than that, man, I really enjoyed the deal, and you know, and what the brothers were talking about. Oh, and one other thing, man, they had to correct themselves, too, was a line, you can go check this, a line always has two points, a raid can go one way, or it can go in infinity, and they needed to kind of correct that. I know what they meant, but I think they had it backwards, but it was a simple thing. But other than that, man, the bill was nice. And I'm just looking forward to building with the family and nations, despite it, and um, I don't have too much more to comment on other than that, you know, everything seems on point. The brothers is good. I hope I added and, you know, enlightened
6: a little bit with what I could do. Oh, for sure. Uh, I wasn't trying to do too much.
2: You know, you get an early bomb. You get an
4: early ball for that, brother. No, we're going to go into it this week. We're going to go into it. I'm really going to um open up some things for people. So I really hope that, you know, everybody's prepared and looking forward to it. And I'm also going to give um some lessons about the class that I was talking about and explain the delay in that to the people but I'm going to end the show with a practical lesson to start the um, education series also. Oh, indeed. So indeed I want to let honest. them know, be prepared for that. They got to get their books and pencils ready. Oh, for sure. And um, All right. if y'all could link me with Booker T and uh, one um, one of the other brethren that was talking about the education um, off the line, you know, one of these days, let us link up because, you know, I, I used to be a real teacher in our classroom, and I know a lot about how the education system run, the school board run, and all them things, and I can um, probably give some insight and help facilitate yes. some in terms of using these public um, um, food facilities to better um, our situation.
6: I will definitely make
3: that link. I think I spoke to uh, Professor Carver before about, you know, KTL University and um, making this merger happen. So we're definitely going to be looking forward to solidifying that and making it a reality.
2: In this yeah,
4: because remember, I still, have, I still have a lot of my former colleagues that are still in the classroom and they'll open their doors to people that want to come in and work with them and um, other things. So I have other connections. Uh, you know, that's just, off-the-air type thing. But I was just putting that out there right now before I slipped my mind. But other than that, man, big up to the people, big up to the um, KTL. You know, I've been doing good. Um, you know, my son passed the first year, so I kind of go in and out of it, but I've been doing good, and I'm ready to come come forward with this information for the people and keep it consistent this time also. So Friday we all go into it. And big up everybody, man. Big up everybody that was on the show tonight Everybody keep doing the research and keep bringing the information to the people. You know I mean? The family of nations need that. Straight. Really.
3: Indeed. Indeed, my brother. We look forward to it. Absolutely, All right. All right.
4: All right? I'm gonna check in with y'all this Friday, man. Everybody we to have a good a good a good team.
0: Hey, brother, peace.
4: Yeah my respect. Peace.
0: Okay. okay, let's go
3: to the next caller. In the call queue, we have caller from the 951. Caller from the 951-376-951-376. Caller, peace. 951-376, caller. Welcome to KTL, peace. Okay. Keep it moving. All right. We're going to call from the 561. Call it from the five six one six six seven. Five six one six six seven. Call a peace.
2: Call it from the five six
6: one six six seven. Are you there? oh brother, that's me. I'm Joshua. am sitting back
3: listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's your brother Joshua, okay.
0: Yeah.
8: Well,
3: I'll keep your line open. Is that cool? Yeah,
0: I'm here, man.
3: So we could just, uh, you know, when we get around to the outro, everybody can say their peace. Let's go to caller from the 301 Three oh one five three three Caller,
6: peace. Please to the road, Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Greetings. Welcome. Greetings. you. I wanted to know from Brother Yeah. Your yeah, phone is a little slightly muffled. Hello. Yeah, how about that? A little better, yes indeed. So I wanted to know what got together for happening in 2015. Seems like things have been going pretty fast towards the last half of this year. I wanted to know what they for so much year to look like. I I in the can 15,
3: barely hear you. I don't know if everybody else can. Can you hear him?
8: No, I
0: have problems.
8: It it sounds like, like like you
6: said
0: it's
8: muffled.
0: Yeah. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah. There we go. Yes, yes indeed.
6: Yeah. Yeah, peace to the show again. I was wanting to know from Brother Carb and Brother Aileen what they foresaw for two thousand and fifteen just in general. I've been noticing Calm going pretty fast the last couple of months and just from them putting two and two together I wanted to know what the they foresee for the future, the next year at least,
3: 2015. Okay. Do you need me to repeat the question for the brothers? Did you hear him, um, Dr. Aleem and Pescavo?
8: Yes, yes, I heard them. Yes, okay. Um, essentially,
9: um, right now we're in what is called um, Solar Flare 24, um, quantum physicists are talking about right now that there's large mass ejections of solar flares, super flares, mega flares that has been ejected from the sun surface, the chronosphere, and has bombarded the Earth and different other planets. And so right now, what is going on is that up until 2016, we will continue having these... Um, um, Solar flare activity, in which that, based on all estimates of scientific research, they state that these bombardments will actually change our DNA. That our DNA is changing because of these various impacts of solar flare activity. Um, So, for those who are conscious and aware, and understand, overstand, understand. you know, how to utilize their melanin and what their melanin is for will begin to start um, coming once again what we refer to as sun worshipers. Um, If you go back to the dynasty, um, the 18th dynasty with Akhenaten and Nefertiti, you see them um, always um, in front of what is called Atan. And the waves of Atan will be reaching down to them and in particular, you would see the unks being held at their noses, symbolic to the fact of of breathing in this prana or chi, or key energy, in which that can help with this transformation. So there's an age of transformation right now, um, in which that is known to be the Sata Yuga age, which that we're entering into, which is known as the age of Aquarius, in which that we're entering into, which is actually based on the comedic information or Samarian information. Um, we are entering to the age of Heru, which is the age of truth, um, the age of knowing. So it's just about us staying in tune. Um, go to the scriptures in the Bible. It speaks about the fact that um, Jesus was asked a question by the disciples, "What will befall us in the last days?" And Jesus, told us the man with the pitcher of water, into his house. The man with the pitcher of water um, is spoken of. I think Luke. Twenty-second chapter, the tenth verse. That man with the pitcher of water is Aquarius, which is actually here am coming from the um, you know, comedic interpretation. So, you know, us filling out with this knowledge and this wisdom and understanding, you know, and gaining access to um, just like these certain light frequencies that coming in is gonna um definitely help us. Um, as Brother Cobb said earlier, uh, in this transformation. So that's what's going on right now as we continue going into 2015, 2016,
8: brother. You know, my perception of um, what we're experiencing is that this is a seven decade. This is not just a seven year. It's a seven decade. It is a time that from 2014, which comes to the number seven, to twenty twenty three which is in ten years, well now nine years, that will add up to seven now the the numerology is what I'm focused on, whether we want to call it two fourteen or two fifteen uh whether that is actually two thousand and fourteen years or two thousand and fifteen years is really of no importance to me. What's important to me as it relates to our future?